Welcome back, my loves, for this week's episode of A Moment with Matthew podcast. For those of our regular listeners, you notice we're a few days late. Um, things have been a little hectic with some work schedule issues, and um, I just needed some time to get that taken care of so that I could devote to this week's episode. We are on episode 15, only five more to go including this one, for our season, and I am so excited to bring this one to you today. I'm calling this one, When the Shit Hits the Fan, Open Your Umbrella, because we are going to talk about what happens when we are just laid bare and we are shocked by something or don't know how we got into a situation and how we can get out of it. I've got my tea poured. I am ready. So let's get started on this week's Moment with Matthew podcast. So these last couple of months, we have been in the throes of the standardized testing with my work. And so dealing with the stress that comes along for teachers and students and their families as they prepare for the test and then sit for the test has held me up a little this week. Um, I was doing uh, my own proctoring this week, so definitely needed to make sure that that all happened before I could record an um, episode for you and make sure that you got my full attention because I love to be mindful and give you my attention. And of course, in the midst of this stress, we also had our reappointment meetings for work um, every year, those who are not on continuing contract. And in Florida, thanks to some of the uh, conservative ideologies, we do not have a tenure track anymore in education. So all of us on annual contracts sit on pins and needles waiting to hear if we get back to go back to our school. I've been with my school for seven years, and um, shockingly, I was not reappointed due to budget cuts and whatever other reasons there may be. And that really hit me hard. And I, I have to say, it was definitely an ego blow because, you know, you want to think that you're always valuable and they can't do without you. And sometimes they prove that that's not the case. And so for me, it was a, an eye-opening experience. It was a tough moment for me to take in. And it has served to really highlight what I'm doing with my life and my career as I inch closer to 47 years old. And I think to myself, well, shit, what am I going to do? And, you know, teaching has always been something that I am good at. I love helping the kids. I love helping the families. But it is not necessarily where my passions have been. And now I will tell you, I have had numerous passions across the board and they come and go. Um, but teaching was something I enjoyed. Teaching was something I was good at. But teaching was the easier way out because I was good at it, but I never really loved it. It was never my um, calling. And so now I have to sit and think, I've lost my position. Now, 
technically I did not lose my job. I can look for other jobs and places can hire me and, and that's fine. So I have not lost my job, but I have lost my position. And my position was virtual. And the idea of going back into the classroom is not for me. And so I either have to use my degree in uh, educational leadership, my master's I recently got, and move into leadership, or I can choose to exit education completely. Now, I have a passion for leadership. I have a passion for coaching. I have a passion for mentoring. And I have a passion for leadership coaching. So all of those things could be done in that sense uh, as, as an administrator. But I'm still not sure that that's what I want to do. I don't know that that's where the universe is leading me. And I've been thinking about exiting teaching for a little while. This year has not been the best for me professionally. Um, relationships with my higher ups have suffered. And, you know, it, it has really got me thinking. So, like I said, this was an ego blow. This was tough. And don't think that I didn't spend the first few days after finding out near tears, going through the grief cycle, going through the pain and the, oh my gosh, the embarrassment um, and the shame of losing my position after seven years. And I really sat with that because there is no escaping it. I can't run away from it. I can't drink my way out of it, mostly because I really don't like alcohol, so it's really not my thing. Um, but it will always find me. No matter what our escapes are, the problems will find us. Now, I am not a fan of the toxic positivity. I do try to see the bright side of things, but I also recognize where the challenges and the obstacles are. I consider that toxic positivity to be the idea that everything is fine, everything is great, it's wonderful, it's my mindset, I've got to change my mindset. And yes, I do have to work on my mindset, and yes, I have to keep my mindset in the right frame, but that does not mean that I don't recognize and say, this is shitty, this happened, this is how you're feeling, you're feeling kicked in the gut, you're feeling betrayed, these are okay feelings to have. Now, what do we do with those feelings? because I am going to have them. And they're going to continue to pop up until I find something new. Now, the positive spin, the loving spin, the spin that I put on this and the reminder I tell myself is, you were already thinking that the right move was out of education. You were already thinking and you were already posting to jobs outside of education. I wasn't doing it uh, on a consistent basis. I wasn't doing it hardcore, but if something popped up and I thought I would be good for it or enjoy it, I was applying for it. And then this happened. And after some gnashing of teeth and being angry and being upset and, you know, being hurt and all of that, I started to think to myself, this may be the kick in the ass the universe was trying to give me. This may be exactly what needed to happen. And then as I thought about it, I thought, no, this really is exactly what needed to happen. 
Now, I don't like to sit here and think, oh, well, this person who let me go is really doing me a favor. No, I still want to be angry and I still want to be hurt and I still want my ego to get involved and say, no, no, they don't get that privilege. But in the long run, I know that it is time for me to make a shift, make a change. And I'm still going to deal with that vulnerability. I'm still going to deal with that shame and I'm still going to deal with that hurt but I'm going to turn that around and say, what is next? What is the next best thing for me? And that isn't easy. As I sit here combing through jobs and applications, I, I have to start asking myself, is this something that you will want to do? And is this something that you are going to seriously be considered for? In the beginning, I was throwing everything at the wall and would see what stuck. And a lot of things were being sent back to me saying, no, sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry. And I really had to start thinking, what do I do next? So I started looking at my resume. I started looking at the things around me. I started looking at my likes and my qualifications. And I started to say, what do I want to do next? I'm still deciding, but there is a power in limiting it down, knowing the things that I want to do and moving forward with those. The shit is going to hit the fan from time to time, my loves. We just have to remember to open the umbrella to make sure that we don't get hit with as much of it as we can possibly avoid. But it's going to happen. And it's okay to wallow in the pain and the hurt for a little while. But it's not okay to live there. You deserve better than that. We have to move forward. And that is my plan. I'm going to move forward. I am going to find the next best job for me. And I'm going to continue to do the next best thing. Glennon Doyle in her podcast, um, We Can Do Hard Things, at the end of every session, she talks about what is our next best step, our next best right move. And what she's talking about is obviously the topic that they are discussing. And she talks to the guest about what is the next right move? Well, for me, the next right move is to continue to see those job postings and listen to what people have been doing to find their own jobs and move forward in a way that is best for me. Recognizing that I'm honing my resume, I am putting my skills forward to make sure that a potential employer understands that I am not only good for the position, but I'm good for the company, I am good for morale, I'm good for leadership, and I have a future with the company or organization. I'm looking at nonprofits. I'm looking at for-profit companies. I'm looking at Fortune 500 companies. I am broadening my stance and my view of what I want to do. 
And don't get me wrong, having been a teacher for this long, it would be nice to finally be paid a salary that is worthy of what I am putting out there. Because God knows teachers don't get that respect. And it doesn't like look like it's coming anytime soon, which is a big major factor of me deciding to leave education. But I have to find what is best for me. And when life gives you a situation where you are thrown for a loop, where you are shocked, where you are caught off guard, sit with your emotions. It is okay to process them. But then you need to shift your mindset, shift your thought process, and start to say, how do I make this work? Because if you start to live in the moments, if you start to live in the pain, then you are not going to move forward. And to get out of the shit storm, we have to continue to move forward. I can sit here and feel bad for myself all day long, but it is not going to change the fact that I've lost this position and I either need to find a new teaching position or I need to move out of education. You may find that you are in the midst of a breakup. Maybe it wasn't your choice and you were thrown off guard. If that person is not coming back, if there is not if it is not reconcilable, then you can sit in that pain for a little while, recognize the hurt, and then you move forward. What next? What happens now? We see these images of wallowing in our pain and enjoying the pain and eating our way through the pain. We cannot continue to do that for a long period of time. Same with grief. Feel that grief. Know that that loved one was valuable. Know that that loved one was someone who was super important to me. But by moving forward, I am not forgetting them. I'm not leaving them behind. I am honoring them by living my best life moving forward. And in this job hunt, I am honoring myself by finally looking for something that will push me and fulfill me and make me happy, along with some good money. I'd like to finally make that too. My loves, we all have it in us and we all have the choice. Do we sit and wallow and let it tear us apart? Or do we mindfully sit with the pain for a little while and formulate our plan forward and put it into action. That's what we're doing here, my loves. We are moving ourselves forward. So when you see that shit heading to the fan and it hits the fan, open your umbrella, know that it's going to come raining down, and then start your plan of getting yourself out of the shitstorm. Stay tuned in just a moment. We are going to finish up today's episode with our gratitude 
moment. Welcome back to our gratitude moment. This is our session where we think about what we are grateful for so that we can continue to see the things around us that we can be grateful for, even in our darkest times. Because when we start to see what we're grateful for, we start to make space and light to expand that and recognize no matter how bad we think things get, we do have things we can be grateful for. So what can I be grateful for in the midst of this shitstorm? Quite a bit I'm finding. I'm finding that I am so grateful these last couple of weeks for my coworkers who have reached out with their condolences and their disbelief and their anger for me at what has happened. And though it's not going to change anything, it does make me feel appreciated and valued. What else can I be appreciative of? What else am I grateful for this week? The friends who have rallied around me to say, hey, my company has this job open. Oh, I found a few job postings that might be good for you. What do you think of this job posting? And just those that have sat with me and listened to me bitch and moan and complain without rolling their eyes, without telling me that I'm being ridiculous and letting me sit with it and vent with it as part of my process to move forward. I am grateful for that. And I am grateful for my boyfriend who sits with me and tells me how wonderful I am and how much of a loss it is for my school and how much he supports me and will continue to support me. And I'm grateful for my furry animals at home who... Though they have no idea what is going on, they do recognize that things are a little problematic around the house and therefore they are loving on me and hugging on me and cuddling with me. Even uh, my cat, Belle, who is a little bit aloof and doesn't like a lot of attention and cuddling, even she has made those overtures and come to lay with me and sit with me and of course let me pet her and treat her like the royal queen that she is. But These are things that I can be grateful for because in the end, it is these relationships and these connections that will always keep me going in the times that I struggle the most. Coworkers, family and loved ones, partners. These are the people that we can rely on for the emotional support when we are faltering. And you damn well better believe we are going to give it back to them when they need it too. That's what we can be grateful for. That's what I'm grateful for this week, my loves. What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for this week? What are you grateful for today, this hour, this minute? Look around you. Really think, what do you have to be grateful for? And don't give me bullshit that there's nothing. I guarantee you there is something that you can be grateful for. Do you know someone who needs to hear this message? Please do send this along to them. Share it with them. Please rate and review our podcast so that we can spread the message out further. And I will talk with you next week for episode 16 of A Moment with Matthew podcast. I love you. 
Oh, 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 oh,